Perfect. Excuse me. Jeez. Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. All right. Ready to count it in? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Are You Ready to Ramble podcast. We got me and Liz today. I know it's been a while since it was just me and her. We've always had like special guests and stuff come on. Everyone's a special guest. Everyone's a special guest. Except Everyone's a frequent guest. Frequent guest. Yeah. Everyone's a frequent guest. The only frequent guest that we've had really so far is Kevin J. Yeah. Well, because we go to Vegas like once a month. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, they're not even just guests anymore. They're part of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Like I said, it's been a while since just me and Liz. Um, I, if you guys care, we moved into a new apartment. Uh, because their other apartment was charging us an ungodly amount for, uh, rent, like $2,000. It's crazy. It was a $800 increase, increase in yeah. rent. So for a two bedroom apartment, we were paying when we first, well, not even when we first moved in before they started charging us $2,000, they were charging us twelve to $1,300 mm-hmm. for a two bedroom apartment, which is a really good price. Really good price. To me, that makes sense. And then uh, all of a sudden, they charged, they started charging us $2,000. Well, they were going to start with a new lease. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. But I guess they go with the uh, the housing market, the increase yeah. in the housing market. I don't, whatever. I don't care. It's ungodly. We weren't paying it. So we moved into this nice little quaint one bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's one bedroom yeah okay so it's not as much not as much room but it's it's just the two of us yep plus the dogs and whatever they're fine, they're fine. um still engaged so yep nothing new there <laughs> um, other than in a month it's gonna be a year year to the wedding to the wedding so, so crunch time with getting things started and done situated yeah it's uh yeah. It's been a roller coaster so far. I mean, just trying to figure out if we're going church, not church, and after events, we're just not gonna yeah. go through the church. Yeah, which is what Wilson wanted in the first place. I didn't care whether we went through the church or not. I would have preferred that we just get married, like not through the church, because <laughs> it just makes it so much more easier for me, at least. Yeah. Because they, they were making us yeah. jump through a lot of hoops just to get married through the church. I mean, maybe it would have helped anyway if I was, like, a uh, full-on Catholic. Or maybe if your parents would have just <laughs> kept you going to the catechism classes, you would have... this whole is, These whole issues would not be issues. <coughs> they are, so... But anyway, we're not getting married through the church yeah. anymore. No problem for me. Problems for other people in the family. Oh well. Um, but anyway, yeah. But um, the main thing is that we are gonna be getting married, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, is that we're getting married. Mm-hmm. That's my mindset. But everyone thought, you know, was thinking otherwise. <laughs> whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah. 
Um, so we just got done watching also uh, UFC 279, which was uh, for me an exciting one. For Liz, I don't think she really cared much. I mean, it was exciting to watch. I don't follow UFC like that, where I'm like, oh yeah, Nate Diaz is like his whole career, and Tony mm. Ferguson. Like I'm like, I was looking at it. I was like, there's these two look like two drunk uncles fighting at this point (laughs) essentially that's what they were that's what they look like i mean tony ferguson looked like the uncle who does cocaine and it's because of the hair he also looks like a crazy person he does (laughs) i mean he 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 is a crazy person he's had you know some few uh mishaps in his other life or another life his uh what's it called in his earlier life i think Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken like domestic violence or something like that uh allegedly 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 okay um i could be wrong uh Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean for me it was an exciting fight i'm not a like and super avid watcher of the ufc honestly i just like more recently started watching ufc um closer i've always been a boxing fan because of my dad Mm -hmm. my dad's a huge boxing fan yeah more so a ufc fan now from what i can tell but I think because you guys are just watching it more often, probably, probably, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What, what, I don't know what it is about watching people fight. It's very entertaining. I mean, it's very they've been doing it for centuries. Yeah, that's true. For like, like the gladiators and yeah. stuff like that. Yep. They, there's literally a coliseum built just for that. For, and, for that's to the death, though. I mean, I do you think you do you think if Right now, I mean, they they never let it happen. Yeah, they would never let people fight to the death in America, at least. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could watch that? No. Yeah. No, not listen. The whole time I was watching all these fights, I cannot get out of like nurse medical brain. Yeah. So I'm always like, "Oh shit, that cut! How deep is it?" And then I was like, "Are they doing blood panels on these these guys? Because there's blood everywhere." And they kind of just wipe the floors off, and there's still like blood splatters on the mat. I would assume so. So I was, that's where my, I can't focus on like what I can focus, but like seriously, my brain goes like, "Look at those cuts. How are they gonna fix it? Someone's gonna break a leg. Shit, that person needs stitches." Mm-hmm. And then when it's over, I'm like, "But I want to see them get stitches." No, I just want to see like medical thing with me and people get knocked out. I don't care about what happens. It's entertaining to see them fight too, but my brain also goes like really medical, and it's like uh, I want to see the aftermath of this. From what I know, I think if the fighters do happen to get knocked out, um, they have to get. Yeah, I think they they do like concussion protocols and stuff. Especially if it's a really like crazy knockout, I think they send them straight to the hospital. But after the fights, I think they have doctors in the back, like in the lockers. I want to see that stuff. I mean, that's not as exciting. It doesn't sound exciting, but like I know, but I would love to see that. Like that one time we watched. Who was it? The Hawaiian fighter. um, Oh, Max Holloway. Bless Max. (laughs) Bless Holloway, Hawaii's finest. Yeah, when he had his last fight and his eyebrow got cut open, I was like, "Fuck." Let me see them repair that shit right now. But, of course, I'm not going to be able to get to see that because no. it's just about the fight. But, like, I wanted to see him, like, get that glued and stitched or stapled or something. 
I think for most fighters, <laughs> they probably would have canceled or they they would have called off the fight just as how bad it was the gash so was. So deep and like long. But I think for I, with fighters of his prestige, because he's I mean, by you ask me not because I'm I was born in Hawaii, I'm from there, and I'm biased, but he's possibly one of the best featherweights of all time. Yeah, he's definitely a good fighter. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like they, they probably just like okay, whatever. He can handle himself. They gave him that respect to let him, you know, finish the fight at least with some dignity instead of calling it off. But yeah, that was a pretty bad, pretty bad cut. It was. It was. Um, but enough about that. So, <laughs> so what our topic is today? Um, what is it? It's basically emotions. Emo- why? Yeah. Why? Why is it hard for some people to show emotions? Mm-hmm. So we'll start off with that. Why yeah. Why do you think it's hard? Well, I think it's hard because it's hard for me to express emotions correctly mm-hmm. at the right times in the right way. I don't know it. Um, because I grew up not being, not having a way to know how to express my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was sad or something, it would, I would have to have a good reason. I couldn't just be sad. Hmm. And now as an adult, I realize like, you know what? Sometimes you're just sad and you don't know why, but but it's okay just to be sad. I couldn't cry over things and I, I cry over being sad, but I also cry if I'm angry, which it's to some people it might seem weak and to me it does like I hate that when I'm angry I cry but that's just my response and I don't think that's a correct response to it mm-hmm. I think there's other ways to show that you know you're angry instead of just crying because I even remember my dad me and my dad got in an argument and I started crying and he's like why are you crying I didn't even hit you I didn't give you a reason to cry and I was like, I'm not crying because you hurt my feelings or anything. I'm crying because I am pissed Fucking off. Angry. I was like, I don't know how else you want me to respond to it. I told him, I was like, you want me to punch a wall or something so you can see that I'm angry and not sad that we're arguing right now? I was like, I'm pissed. I think if you were to put a hole in the wall, then your dad would really like be angry at you. Oh, yeah, for us, <laughs> for sure. And then, um, yeah, I just... I never felt like I could go to my parents for comfort when I come came to emotional things, mm-hmm. um, which I always feel like I it's like I'm talking bad about my parents. It's just it's generational things. It's just how they were raised, cultural and for sure, cultural, and it just it's something that I hope that I can break from when we have our own kids. Mm-hmm. But that also has to come with me and learning how to express my emotions correctly and knowing how to guide my future, our future children on how to express those emotions mm-hmm. to me and to others. Mm-hmm. Um, I will definitely say when it comes to the point where I need to show the correct emotions or any kind of emotions, I don't do a good job of it. And then whenever it's mm-hmm. not the right time, that's when I show my emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's always when we're like arguing or something, that's when my emotions come out. But like in other things where I probably should show more emotions, I don't. Very gray. Yeah. 
for for lack of a better term it's very gray in some of those areas yeah um but yeah i mean it's for i for sure i do agree it's like a more of a cultural thing i think for our parents at least and uh, and it's a you know generational thing as well um for my parents i they didn't really have any issues with showing emotion um they let me know how they were feeling a no. bunch of times don't they let you know uh, man uh especially my mom dad too uh well your dad's very your mom and dad are good with showing anger oh, and for sure. frustration for sure. especially when it came to me growing yeah. up anger and frustration they were hand in hand together i mean i understand i mean you can be a person that could get other people easily angry and frustrated how just the way you like you don't think things through you just don't like uh, i think things differently free See, thinker <laughs> i'm a free thinker is what i but am. sometimes it's like there is a more efficient easier way to do it and you didn't even think about it or you're just not thinking ahead of things that you're that you need to do and you're just like no it, but i understand it but yeah, i will say your parents are like go overboard like overboard yeah like, sure. I thought my dad had road rage. Your dad tops that. Oh, yeah. My dad's road rage. It's, it's, it's sometimes it's one of the most minuscule things sometimes. Like, I remember this one time that he he thought this guy was going to cut him off uh, and try to get into our lane. I mean, maybe you're thinking back in retrospect, the guy was kind of swerving a little bit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, either way, I, I would have been kind of annoyed too, but he kind of jerk the car into thinking that he was gonna try to cut my dad off and get into the lane and my dad fucking blew up he's like you motherfucker you piece of shit motherfucker what the fuck are you thinking like oh my god yeah we're gonna die mm-hmm. i'm gonna die and then i noticed your dad goes like and he tries to like get to the same speed as the car so he can like just eye them down my, no, like my, dude my, what's the point my dad has this thing where I mean, he looks tough. He looks like he can, he could kill somebody. Which you know, in his younger days, he I've heard stories from multiple sources that he was a uh, he's a rapscallion. <laughs> he used to get into some shit mm-hmm. when he's probably around like my age and younger. I won't go into detail, but mm-hmm. I, if I were to meet my dad twenty years ago. I probably wouldn't fight him. <laughs> yeah. I you know. I'd probably be afraid. I'm not I'm not afraid of a lot of people or anybody really, except for trained killers. <laughs> um but yeah. So I mean he has this thing where he where I I feel like in his head mentally he thinks he could fight somebody, but he has gout <laughs> and I mean, maybe he could probably, you know, throw up, you know, throw some hands here and there, but I don't know. <laughs> he has gout, so I think it kind of sets him back. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But uh, do you feel like you can show emotions well? I mean, like I said, like your parents show anger and. Show, yeah, I feel like I do. Easy, but I, I don't think I could. At least me personally, I haven't really seen them show like. No, they show their emotions no, well. They, they show their array of emotions pretty. Yeah, pretty they well. Feel 
pretty comfortable around you to show the array of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I do the same. I I I feel like I'm a little bit better at showing um, like a happiness, I guess, mm-hmm. like joy, uh, than my parents are. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that they're more stoic when it comes to like showing their happiness, but I feel like I'm more out there when when I'm showing like joy and stuff, being goofy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, my dad's a goofy person. Yeah, you know, we've been around my dad enough times to know that he can. He's a fucking goofball sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like he'll say some really corny dad jokes, and it makes yeah. you like, what? Ugh, come on, right, yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, too easy, too easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um. And that's kind of rubbed off on me too. I feel like I'm. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I can express myself um, easily. Like I don't feel vulnerable at all. To me, it's just second nature to just express myself. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to like being like playful or joyful, mm-hmm. you know. It, it's to me, it's just natural. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. You, on the other hand, don't. You kind of have an issue with. Showing joy sometimes. I have issues showing a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, joy being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and you know what? While you're saying that, I like where you're saying everything, I was like, why do I have this issue? Like, why? And I realized it's because looking back, I think it's just genetic. <laughs> My grandparents were always very stoic and... They expressed emotions and joy and laughter, you know, at, at, like at the correct times, you know, mm-hmm. family gatherings and if we exchange jokes or whatever, something's funny, but they've always been very stoic, just there. Do you think, it, is it really genetics though, or is it something that was just ingrained? I think maybe ingrained, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I yeah, I mean, it comes from both sides. But, I mean, at the same time, like, my whole family is, like, at least when we're all together, we're really good about being, like, joyful and funny and joking around and having a good time. Mm-hmm. But I also have some tias on my mom's side that are very, like, stoic. Oh, man, for sure. <laughs> you like, know, the RBF is crazy. RBF is strong on both sides of my family. Yeah. Resting bitch face for for those of you who didn't get that one. Yeah, like, and I have it bad. Like, I have it to the point where I've had people say, like, I really wanted to come up with you and, like, talk to you because I wanted to be friends, but you looked... The fucking bitch. Yeah, and I was like, I'm really sorry. I was like, I'm not really a bitch. I, I can be. You, you know. Are, you are. You are. A lot of people, you are. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, it's just my face. I swear, like, I'm really nice, and I can I'm not the best at conversations all the time, but I can mm-hmm. have a conversation with you. I don't know. It's just, I just, it's always how I've been, really reserved. Um, I think because I've always just wanted to be the good child, mm-hmm. and so I just was like, well, I th- think just you sitting can, there being quiet, be a good child, yeah. Be very... I don't know. I it's just I'm. I'm a very reserved person, and even to this day, being with you for five years, I'm sure your friends are sort of like, "Oh, Liz isn't like." Well, yeah, I mean, we talked out about there fully, it. you know, and I and yeah. I get it, and I I try, but sometimes I'm like, I think I also don't show emotions or anything like that because I don't want to get made fun of. I don't want people to look at me weird. Like I don't. Mm. I'm very receptive of how other people view me, and 
a way to like not get that I don't know vulnerable yeah the way to not be vulnerable is just to just keep to myself yeah I mean uh, uh, on my end I keep to myself too like I, I am a very what's the word um the fuck is the word uh like you're not you're like not shy but you're not um out, what is it what's the know. word in in something in what the fuck is the <laughs> word ah oh, fuck it's on the tip of my tongue like what is it like the opposite of not being outgoing and introvert, uh, introvert. fuck right it was right there anyway i'm like i'm very introvert i'm, I'm an introvert just by nature Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not one to just go around and just talk to everybody. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up? What's up? You know, I'm very right. to myself. I can be at times. You know, I can be a social butterfly at times. Yeah. And but for the most part, I'm very introvert. I'm intro- I'm an introvert. Jesus, I'm having mm-hmm. a stroke. <laughs> but yeah, I'm an introvert. Um. But I don't. I don't know. For me, it's I don't. I don't have a problem with being out there like that mm-hmm. and i think it's because you don't care what people think about you well i at to a de- to a degree i do but for the most part it's like i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. you know people can think what they want about me from at face value mm-hmm. if they really wanted to get to know me they know i'm a pretty cool fucking guy yeah you know so i, I i let people think what they want to think and then if they choose to really get to know me better then they'll be like oh this guy's fucking cool, man. Mm-hmm. You know? So I never really had a problem with it. Um, I'll act out in public, you know. Oh, don't I know. You know, I, I don't care. Uh, being Getting made fun of to me is whatever because mm-hmm. I self-deprecation. Deprecation is... My level of self-deprecation is top-notch. But... Right. I just I've I've through, through time I've just built thicker skin because not only have I been made of uh, by for myself but you know my family and my friends yeah you kind of grow numb to it for me at least I'm just like mm-hmm. yeah whatever you know I've heard all the jokes me mm-hmm. being fat uh, and Asian it's like yeah small dick hand in hand you know those, <laughs> those two things going yeah. hand in hand so I'm like whatever I've heard it all mm-hmm. you you can't hurt me right so. I mean, but for like, you know, we, and what you were saying, like, you don't, you don't want to be more out there, especially when it comes to like our friend group and stuff. But I mean, I, I don't know. It's just kind of part of being, you know, incorporated into our friend group with like me, Kevin, Jay. There's no way you can escape being roasted. Oh, no, I know that. <laughs> I like, I'm well aware. That's why I think. Like, I, I feel like since, obviously, since we first started dating to now, I, I'm a lot more open, mm-hmm. uh, but I st- I'm still reserved. I still hold on to things mm-hmm. because I know you guys use whatever you can as an ammo. As we said in the previous podcast, for me and Jay, it does not take much for us to get going. It really doesn't. <laughs> it does not take much, but... um. Yeah, for like I said, for me, it just it doesn't it doesn't really affect me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it, it does think. for me. Yeah, for sure. I'm also very sensitive, which is crazy because I'm telling you, like, I'm horrible with emotions, but when I have emotions, they're intense, and I'm very sensitive. You, yeah, you know, you you can dish out a lot of shit. I can but dish you out so much, you but I cannot take it. Back. Take it yeah. 
Yeah, she'll try. So this is the thing, right? So she'll try to um, joke around with me, and um, sometimes she'll say some stuff that cuts pretty deep. But I'm not no, you know, I'm not, I'm no punk bitch. Okay, uh, so I, I I clap back, and then I'll say something that's, you know, not as crazy as what she would say. Maybe a little less, but she'll take it to heart. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. And then the whole fucking day is ruined, <laughs> or like for a few hours, the day is ruined. And then I have to apologize because she started fucking around with me. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you can you you can dish it out for sure. But you you can't you can't take it. I cannot. I cannot. Mm-hmm. That's why that I, is I, true. I can't. I. I it's it's I have to like kind of walk on eggshells sometimes uh, when it comes to joking around. It it, it doesn't even have to be joking around about her i could joke around about whatever and then she'll get annoyed yeah because you're annoying sometimes whatever don't marry me then no <laughs> <laughs> i still want to marry you but okay i mean well you're, gonna have to you're with anno- for the rest of your life then. yeah i know That'll but you're change. so annoying that'll never change <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's a question for you uh-huh. and what aspects would you like would like me to be better in emotions in emotions yeah um like how would like how would you like me to show emotions to you like in the right way well we've talked about this before um you being uh affectionate Mm -hmm. right showing affection not just like you know touchy you know and stuff lovey-dovey like that but showing affection through um, you know, just like words and stuff, or just be more more out there, because a lot of the times when we have, sometimes when we have conversation, I've noticed this. I don't know if you've noticed this, but you talk to me like you talk to the kids. Oh, I talk to people like that all the time. Don't do it to me. <laughs> but here's the thing, though: I've only a lot of my life was talking to kids. Me being the adult talking to kids so when i talk to a lot of people i talk to them like they're children oh it's crazy so uh, let me let me break down uh, a typical conversation for us okay so she'll tell me about her what's what's going on in her and her day or in her life and i'm pretty you know i'll, I'll keep up the conversation right i'll go sometimes you no know, we'll go back and forth we'll you know we'll, we'll we'll have a conversation but then when it comes to me telling you about my day here's how the conversation go. okay here's, here's an example so uh yeah this crazy thing happened at work today like this this patient went crazy and blah 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 and liz goes huh <laughs> huh mm-hmm. wow <laughs> okay well, d- all right cool um so that's one thing. Um, just kind of be more. Give me something to work with. <laughs> you know. Okay. Um. And oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say that. Yeah, but like, I mean, more like in the emotional aspect. Oh, emotional. It's just I don't know. For me, like, I feel like for f- being five years in now, about to be six years, in mm-hmm. like a few months. I guess. Yeah. Put your guard down. Never. I don't ask for much. I don't ask for much. Just never. Just put your bring your guard down just a little bit for me. 
Because a lot of the times, and it, it goes back to the whole conversation thing. It's like, I can't have a conversation with you if your guard's up because now you're talking to me like I'm a fucking child. Like, I'm your fucking fiance. <laughs> Talk to me like I'm your fiance. I, we're, we're getting married. I would think that you could have a conversation with you without just being, yeah. Mm, well, okay. <laughs> you know, put bring, bring your guard down a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I can, but I think I'm always going to have a guard. Always. I think it's consistent. I think it's just a ingrained in me to to always keep myself protected from getting hurt. How are you going to get hurt from a conversation I don't about know. my baby? <laughs> I don't know. Just in general. Like, I always have my guard up because I just don't want to get, like, hurt thought about some way like i'd rather just i don't know it's just easier for me to have my guard up than to I fully well, let see, it down i feel like that's okay maybe when it comes to like outsiders if you're talking to like just a random person you know some geek off the street you know what i mean if you're just talking to a random person you don't have to be like oh wait yo yeah really wow that's cool yeah absolutely this you know mm-hmm. you can be like oh oh yeah okay wow cool small talk you know, with them. But for me, like, you know, fiance, you know, six years in now, I would hope that we could have like a decent conversation. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. And just be more, more out, more out there with me. I'm, I, I, I just said like, I was, I'm a goofy person. I like to goof around a lot. And like, sometimes when I goof around with you, like I'm trying to be playful and I'm just getting shot now. So I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, well I, I can't, I won't hang out with you then because I can't goof around, you know, play around. I'll go do something by myself. But what do you mean by goof around? Yeah, like, you know, I'm very playful. How? Like, sometimes, I don't know, like, I'll just, like, I don't know, shake you or something. Like, I'll shake your arm or, like, you know, I'll throw some low kicks at you. Like, check the low kicks sometimes, you know what I'm saying? That shit hurts. It does fucking hurt. <laughs> so why am I going to do it? Or pretend to check it, you know, just, you know. But sometimes I'll be playful like that with you, and then you get pissed, and you're like, you're rude, and then you get annoyed at me. Like, today, what you got annoyed at me. First of all, <laughs> d- no, for context, I was, d- what do we do? We You did something to me, and I was playing around, uh, and then I what for whatever i thought we were done right no yes we weren't done oh no here's what happened I, okay so we had to clean the house today mm-hmm. or sorry the apartment i said hey we got to clean the apartment now because we got to go yeah we still got to go to korean barbecue we got all this stuff to do before we start doing this mm-hmm. this you know record the podcast so i was like please you know please get off your phone let's go do this let's go get shit done and the apartment we got to do the laundry and shit mm-hmm. whatever and and then you were like Shut the fuck up. You're being rude. <laughs> what? You, you literally said that. You're like, fuck you. You're being rude. <laughs> Which is what we do all the time. Yeah, that's all. It was whatever. I was like, okay, that's what we I do. I don't think I said that. Yes, though. you did. Did I? Yeah, and that's one thing you do too. You I remember. remember telling you, okay, then we'll go get started with those bags of clothes. I said, okay. And you're yeah, like, and watch your okay. tone. And I was like, well, go do that because you know that's what you need to do. So why don't you start doing it? And then you said, fuck you. You're being rude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was like, all right, whatever, car. All right, come on, let's go. Right, so I get up, I gather some stuff around here in the living room. I try to walk back into this little uh, area where the couch is, and as I'm walking, she fucking trucks me <laughs> into the couch. I'm like, "What?" The I was fuck? being just trying to be playful. You took my shoulder off almost. <laughs> You're such she a liar. She fucking trucked me. You're such a liar. She did. 
I almost fell backwards. I am not that strong. Just that's because you were close to the couch. You you caught me off guard. <laughs> had you had you caught me on guard, would have been a different story. I would have <laughs> reversed it. You know what I'm saying? Put you in the guillotine. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, so you got anyway, so she so me. annoyed with me because I was like, I don't know. Her. I thought we were actually gonna do like some shit around the apartment, and then she trucks me. I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I was like. You better fucking watch yourself. She's like, whatever. I'm not afraid of you. He's like, all right, I got you then. And then you got annoyed. I was still playing with you. And then you got annoyed. And you were on your phone in the room for who knows how long. I got sidetracked. (laughs) I got sidetracked. I was like, wow, "Wow, he's really annoyed. I was just playing. At that point, I wasn't annoyed. I just got sidetracked. No, because you were annoyed. No, I was sidetracked. I was on my phone. I got sidetracked because I was watching promos for UFC 279. (laughs) Well, anyways. No, because you went to go get your medicine and you had an annoyed tone. I know when you're annoyed Okay, so here's one thing, too, that she loves to do. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) And then you came back and I was like, are you still annoyed with me? And you're like, yes. And I was like. Why? And then you told me because you're being freaking rude, and I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't annoyed up until you asked me if I was annoyed. Again. I was <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah, I am annoyed still. <laughs> okay, so I, I was just okay. Anyway, to go back to what I was trying to say, she has this thing where she just jumps to conclusion. I don't know what it is. It's I feel like it's a, a female trait to just jump oh, to conclusion. Easy. I, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm going to say it. Okay. Okay. Jumping to conclusions. Okay. Mm-hmm. If, if jumping to conclusion was a, a sport, a combat sport, Liz would be pound for pound champion. Like undisputed pound for pound uh, assumption jumper tour. So, <laughs> Listen, okay. with this one, I know when you're annoyed with me because you won't look at me. You'll ignore me. You'll stomp around. If I ask you anything, you're just like, yeah, uh-huh. Or you just won't say anything. And I'm so, like, well, I was just okay. Fo- I was just focused. Like, I had a, no, you're annoyed a with no, me and you don't want to deal with me at first that of all, time. First of all, I was focused. <laughs> Whatever. Okay? Because, well, I, I was annoyed, but not at you. So I was annoyed that uh, Walgreens was pharmacy. They don't open until 10 o'clock. And I didn't know that. So I had I went there at 8 o'clock. So I was like, fuck. I gotta wait two more hours. I don't like leaving the house more than once unless I need to. So the fact that I had to go to Walgreens twice mm-hmm. for one thing, that already that annoyed me. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't annoyed at you. I was annoyed at Walgreens for opening or their pharmacy for opening up at ten o'clock. How dare them? <laughs> right. They know I have medication to pick up. Uh-huh. So next time they should open up sooner for me. Otherwise, you know, it's a Saturday, right? Like, I, next time I see you, well, if the Walgreens manager has something to say about it, come see me. I'm giving you a low kick to the thigh and breaking your femur. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. And then when I got back, you asked me if I was annoyed and I remembered you fucking trucked me. I was like, yeah, I'm still annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, yes, I am still annoyed. But I always ask you cause I know you're annoyed and you usually take an hour to two hours to get like over it. So I was just seeing where we were. Are you still annoyed with me or not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At that point. That's the only reason I, I ask. Yes. Well, anyway, I got, you take I got forever her back. to get over it. I got her back. You know, I tackled her. 
And that was that. We had Korean barbecue afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, what was the fucking topic again? Oh. Emotions. <laughs> Emotions. Um, yeah, man. Just put your guard down. Uh, yeah. We're you don't have issues with showing emotions. I know. It's, I, I, it's, it's very me. easy for me, especially when it comes to being like affectionate. Um, I think, I mean, we talked about it a lot before, like mm-hmm. showing affection towards each other, especially you. You have trouble with it just because of how you're raised. Right. Um, you're, you're, except when it comes to my nieces and nephews and my little sister, I can like, I'm really good with showing affection with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, I, and if, you know, throughout the years I've kind of just been, a. uh, I mean, I'm accepting of it because I know how you're raised, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, year after year, I kind of just, I'm like. Like, dude, come on. I feel like I'm way more affectionate now. A little in bit. The, in the most minuscule way. <laughs> okay, well, like, in another five years, I'll be even more Yeah, and minuscule. Sure. I mean, progress is progress. You know, by the time we're 90, you're going to get to, like, 5%. I'll be dead. <laughs> and then she is going to be at the at the wake with no emotion. No emotion. With no whatsoever. emotion. She's probably like, well, he probably did some stupid shit and deserved to die. Wow, you really think I would say something like that? Yes, because you would say something like that. No, I wouldn't. Fucking I'd be liar. crying. I'd be crying. What are you talking about? I'd be anyway, so sad. You that did not sound convincing at all. <laughs> I'd be, yeah, I'd be crying. I'm so sad. Oh, gosh. So, oh my god, emotions, all of them. So sad. I would be sad. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, what were we saying? About me not being able to show emotions how you want me to. Oh, uh, yeah, just, you know, I, like I said, I was, I'm, anyway, I'm very accepting of the fact that, you know, you were raised how you were, but at the same time, like, you know, year after year, it's like, you know, come on, you, mm-hmm. you, cut me some slack. You know, I we've talked about it numerous times. We've had arguments over it. Excuse me, and at some point I just get annoyed, even though like, I shouldn't be, mm-hmm. because I try to be very um, understanding of your boundaries, right? You know, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not that hard. But I'm thinking from my perspective because it's easier for me mm-hmm. to show emotions towards you, and I'm like, okay, I got to take a step back and chill out. And understand that this is not how she is. Mm-hmm. It'll get there, but for right now, I guess I'm just gonna keep being annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and honestly, sometimes there's times where I do want to show you affection, even if it's like really like small. And like, I will say, sometimes I tr- I want to show it at the wrong time, <laughs> mostly because it's like it's we're getting ready for bed and I just want to hold your hand or something and you're just like, like you're, trying just, to go to you're trying to go to sleep or you're just not having it. I don't know. For me, I don't like really for you specifically because your hands are really sweaty. <laughs> your hands are really sweaty even when you go to bed. So I'll, I'll try to hold your hand and then I grab it and it's like a cold clammy thing. I was like, oh fuck, never mind. Well, I know. That's why I'll <laughs> probably, I'll just like loop my arm around your arm. Uh-huh. That way... 
you don't have my clammy, sweaty, or but I move around a lot. That's hot. the thing. I move well, it's a fine. Lot. It's just like I know you move around a lot, but like just for a few minutes, you know. I can't. I can't lay down forever. <laughs> still, for a few minutes, I got to move. You're crazy. I don't know. I gotta, you're a crazy sleeper. You literally cannot stay still when you're asleep. Anyways, I, I try not. I try to, but anyway. Um, but I mean, there's times I do try to show you affection. We. Huh? You said we. What? You, you said there's times we do try to show you affection. Who's we? Oh, sorry. I thought I said you have me. An alter ego. <laughs> yeah, I have an alter ego. No, no there are there are times I try to show you affection, and it's just I don't it, I don't know if it's hard. I don't know what it is. It's just like like it's. Like it doesn't it. feel like a hundred percent natural for me to do those things. Yes, and I will say that sometimes you do say or do things because you feel like you should say it to yes. me because you feel like it's the right thing to say. Yeah, and I pick up on it like instantly. I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't really <laughs> want to say that. You you didn't really want to do that. Yeah. So I'm like, eh. like I have this thing right. Or it's like, if it's not sincere, and if it's not 100%, if it's not from the heart, don't even don't even bother doing it. Because now you feel like you're obligated to do something because you think it's right. And if that's the case, then don't even bother. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and not, not just with you, just in general. Right. You know? And to me, that's just like, just fuck it. Don't even bother. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I mean like your heart's in the right place, but it's not a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. Like I said, it's not natural for me to like be that way. Yeah. And I have understanding of it, but at the same time I'm like, I'm like, come on. You know. Give me give me something. Give me something. Throw you a bone. Throw me a bone. <laughs> I mean, I try. I really do try. It's not like I'm not trying. I feel like I am trying. Uh It's taken me a long time, but I'm trying. Yeah. I mean, we like I said, we talked about it before, like, and you've brought it up a lot of times. And it's you know, you are uh, a product of your environment, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. But you're your own person, Mm -hmm. and you should be able to break away or break the mold, break the cycle. Of you know your your upbringing and your family's um, I don't not tradition but like your upbringing and you know be a different person be a better person than yeah what you know some of the people in your family how they are yeah and I you know what and I think that I'm not willing or it's not easy for me to show emotions or uh, what is it to show affection Affection Mm -hmm. like that because to me like whenever i saw that i was like ew that's gross (laughs) like especially publicly i'm like gross well i mean like pda (laughs) no i mean like even affection publicly you're like you know saying things like that like i saw a tiktok i think it was yesterday and it was this girl who was like Oh, when you're getting married and you're Latina and you have to say your vows and you're like, hey, yeah, I like you, dude. Like, it's a really like, 
Oh, so that's to me that's crazy. And I and I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's gonna be me because I think we even I said it like a like a, this past week she, or something. She, I did, was like, she said that she did not want to do her vows in front of everybody. She'd rather exchange them in secrecy, which is okay. Yeah, but her reason behind it was because that she didn't want to feel vulnerable in front yep. of everybody. <laughs> yep. I'm like, dude, like we're getting married. That's the most vulnerable you can be. Yeah, I don't even feel comfortable with us. Knowing that we're going to kiss in front of my whole family. Dude, get over it. <laughs> get over it. Either we kiss or we exchange leg kicks. <laughs> so you choose. <laughs> I do you want to show emotion or do you want to show pain? Pain is an emotion. I mean, do you want to show that you love me in front of your family or do you want to show pain? I guess I'll show them that I love you. <laughs> uh, good choice. I'm just kidding. Uh, so yeah, I just... Uh, I don't know. I just... Just showing emotions and affection. And sorry to be to being be, vulnerable is really hard for hold me. Oh no, sorry to to go back on the leg kicks. Liz kicks very very hard, so it's not like I do. Yeah, she does. Um, Liz kicks very hard. She has very strong legs, so it's not like she's like outmatched when it comes to leg kicks. Like she can stand her own. So that's why I said that. Anyway, showing emotions. I never knew that I kicked that hard, but okay. Yeah, you've never felt a kick from yourself before. That's why. <laughs> exactly. I have. I, I don't know. I know, but I feel like I don't. I I don't know because like you always have like you're like oh you didn't do this you didn't kick me right or whatever so I'm like oh it still it's hurts like, so you didn't, maybe you didn't have the right technique technique <laughs> but it still fucking hurts anyway um yeah but just I mean I think I. I definitely know that I need to like work on that, like showing you emotion and more affection, which is crazy to say because we've been together for five years and we're going to get married. Tell me about it. <laughs> but I feel like, like I always, like I've been saying, like, I think since we first started dating, it's gotten better. You want to be honest with you? It's not. It It's okay. So. It was you were more affectionate when we first started dating. Oh, I think that was a honeymoon stage. Exactly, like you were cupcaking, which all couples do when they yeah. first get together. They cupcake, and then we yeah. didn't see each other very often. So, like when yeah. I saw you, I just wanted to be all over you. Yeah, man. And now I see you every freaking day. And you're like, get the fuck out of my face. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. Um, but it. I, well, okay, if they, you know, that's the case in the honeymoon phase, I guess that really doesn't count as being, like, super more affection, mm-hmm. affectionate. So, I mean, after that, it's just kind of been, like, eh, you know, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you're affectionate at the wrong times, and then sometimes you're, you know, RBF cold-blooded, cold face. Like 90% of the time? Yeah, like 99.8% <laughs> of the time. Yeah. I mean, I try. I try. Try I try showing my emotions. I know I need to try harder. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I mean, like you know, like I said, excuse me. Like it, it. I, I'm not expecting for you to change overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. Oh my god. Okay, I always go back to that. It's true. Yeah. You know, like it's gonna take some time for you to bring down your guard a little bit and show more affection or just be more vulnerable to me which is crazy six almost six years in now but yeah i'm just kidding but yeah i mean it's gonna take some time 
I'm not, I'm not, you know, haggling you to change or anything like that. That's true. You're so, just letting me. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> letting you, letting you do your thing. If it takes a a, a bajillion, trillion, cotillion <laughs> arguments, whatever, so be it. But I do expect a change mm-hmm. further down the road. Right. Because you, you know this, and I've told you many times, and you say, yes, I know, I know, I know, I got to be better. And I expect that to happen further on down the line. You know, I would like to see it before I die. <laughs> we'll see. It's going to be during your last breath. Yeah, for sure. I'm on my deathbed, and, sh- and all all of it's going to come out <laughs> at that time. Well, I'm going to be like, what the fuck was this? When I was alive. <laughs> and that's going to be my last words, and I'm going to die. Yeah. And that'll be it. That'll be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you have to live with that. <laughs> no, I feel, I feel like I will get better. I will say I there's things that I would do at home living with my parents in my room where I'd be like really goofy and shit that maybe I, I don't do here with you all the time. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't want you to make fun of me, and I know you will make fun of me. I will always make fun of you, and that's whether what I don't want. You know what? It's all in fairness because you do the same to me. Yeah, but you can take it. That's the thing. I can't take it. Build thicker skin. <sighs> it's hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, it is what it is. But like I said. I would like to see it before I die. You will. It's just going to take time, more time. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because I can't even be like that vulnerable around family. Well, select select family members. Well, who do you who do you feel I'm the most vulnerable you with? You just said it. You just said you're more vulnerable with the kids and your sister, your younger sister. No, I'm more affectionate. Well, yeah, that kind of ties into your vulnerability. I mean, my because vulnerability you're not, is... No, because when, when it comes to affection with me, you don't like being vulnerable because you don't like showing affection to me. <laughs> so... It's because it's... For me, for the kids and my younger sister, it's unconditional love. Okay. So our love is conditional. Oh, like it's, all right. That's cool. It's naturally unconditional love. You know, like... Our love had to be like built. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. With them it was just instilled. Okay. Like you know they came out of the womb and I ups- and I loved them right then and there. Okay. Even before then. That's fair. You know what I mean? That's fair. So it's easier. So our or love with is you. <laughs> our love is not conditional. So yeah, our love had to be built. That's fair. Right? It's not like we looked at each other and we're like I love you. No. No. No, not at all. No. Especially if you have RBF. That girl's a bitch, man. Is that what you thought when you first... No. When we started first hanging out? like No, because you were more smiles than anything. Oh, yeah. And then we started getting serious, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm a fucking bitch, dude. Oh. Just kidding. Um, but what about me? 
What do, do you think? Like, because you know, my dad has a, a mad dog face. Right. I kind of. But I'm used to that because my dad has a mad dog face too. I feel like my dad's mad dog face is meaner than your dad's. Your dad is all the time where my dad is like. Well, I think it's different because, like, with me, with my dad, like, he has a mad dog face, but he's goofy and he makes jokes. And my dad used to run around in his underwear and dance on top of the table. My dad, too. You did, I ever tell you, did I ever tell you that one time when I was living in Hawaii, I was probably like, I don't know, maybe four or five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was chilling in my parents' room and I was watching TV and then out of nowhere, my dad comes in the room and he fucking farts on my face. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking ran back out. Wow. <laughs> Just like I'm sitting, I'm laying down there, like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> See, my dad has done that too. He's farted in your face. He's farted in my face. He's farted in other people's faces. So, like, I think we both haven't seen our each other's dads be that goofy. But like, yeah, like. I, I'm sure your dad is goofy because yeah. you're a freaking goofy. Who else are you going to get it? Your mom doesn't really seem like the kind of like goofy jokester person no. where yeah. I'm pretty sure you got it from your dad. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I've, I've never seen your dad being super goofy. I mean, he's he said some, you know, whatever dad jokes here and there. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that he never farts in my face. Likewise, he never will. I hope my dad never farts in your face. <laughs> your dad would never. No. But, you know, hopefully he never gets to the point where we're so comfortable with each other that he farts in my face. I doubt it. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. If, if, what was the original question? Because I don't even remember. I know, man. Yeah, you already know the deal. It's the Let's Get Ready to Ramble podcast. Oh, and my this goodness. is what we do. We ramble. I don't even know where we're going with this one, but yeah, I mean, my dad's pretty goofy. He's never not been goofy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an ongoing joke that with my parents, my dad would make some like funny joke or something, and it's a little bit raunchy. And my mom's like, "Hi, Antonio," and then she smacks him. I mean, it's that's because of- my mom's not. Very Catholic. Your mom is very Catholic. <laughs> and she's not very goofy in that. She doesn't like raunchy jokes and stuff. My mom is like, you give her the simplest, cleanest joke and she thinks it's the funniest shit ever. Every now and again you, she'll you, branch out a little bit. You do a joke that you gotta have your mind in the gutter and she's like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe you just did a joke like that. You're kind of the same way. Me? Kind of. Not really. Well, when I say a joke and it's absolutely hilarious because <laughs> sometimes yours are hilarious but it's like i don't know if i should laugh because it's wrong <laughs> just laugh <laughs> everyone else is doing it i'm hilarious i'm a funny guy <laughs> speaking of whites rest in peace queen elizabeth oh yeah she she did die this week yeah um i can't say i'm that's a, not I mean. surprised in the words of nate diaz um I'm not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. We'll go ahead. We'll end it off right there. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Are You Ready to Ramble podcast. Really? That's where it's No, no. It's like, okay. <laughs> we do have to wrap it up soon, though, because we're almost an hour in. But uh, uh, anyway, closing statements? 
Uh, I gotta get better with my emotions. Maybe I'll read some self-help books or go on to TikTok and see what psychologists <laughs> can tell me to You know, TikTok, do. <laughs> I've learned so much stuff off of TikTok more than I've learned through any sort of schooling besides like MA school. Yeah, I've learned I have a lot of trauma oh, that I sure. didn't know I had. For sure. So that was great. I learned I had ADHD or ADD. Oh, I could have told you that from the get-go. <laughs> Whatever. You do, it's bad. I know. Especially when we're trying to listen to music, holy shit! You just well, sometimes will not. the music isn't good. Sometimes I like it's a good song, but I'm like I'm not feeling it at that time. I think that's normal. Yeah, but the amount that you skip is insane. I do have music ADD though, for sure. But you have ADHD in general. Yeah, I do have the high definition version. You <laughs> <laughs> get that checked out. Yeah, but yeah, closing statements. Uh, I definitely need to work on my emotions and showing emotions and being vulnerable and. Letting that guard down, especially with you, and it, just in general, basically, mm-hmm. will it happen overnight? Hell no! I don't will expect it? those. I don't expect. No, those. I know, but um, it'll happen. It'll take a while to break down how I am, how I've been for over twenty, 20 something, years. twenty something years. Yeah, yeah, and then I just I want to make sure that I. I set a good example for when we have our own children, so for sure, you know, sure. break that generational. What's it called? Not trauma, but yeah, trauma. Trauma, whatever. I think Just so. break it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that you break way. it. You're your own person. You don't have to be tied to 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 your family's, you know, shit. Right. Um, and then. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, be be understanding for couples out there. Be understanding of, you know, your partner's boundaries and understand that it will take them time to change. And you just have to write it out and, you know, talk talk to each other, talk it through. Mm-hmm. I think that's possibly the, probably the best way to overcome uh, just hardships in general, you know, especially when it comes to like emotion and stuff, because not everyone, not everyone's, you know, not everyone's like me. I'm just built different. I'm just, you know, Shut cool as up. Fuck, you know about? Anyway, no, but yeah, I mean, not everyone's the same person. Mm-hmm. So just understand that your partner is different. And if you want them to, you know, change, you have to talk it through, compromise. It takes time. It takes time. You can't yeah. change a person in a day. Time and effort. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And understanding. Yes. And love and patience. Love and patience. And love and marriage, they go together like a horse and carriage. Anyway, it's 11 o'clock, so we're going to wrap <laughs> it up here. Uh, again, uh, rest in peace, Queen Lizzie, 96. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Are You Ready to Ramble podcast. That was me and Liz, not Queen Liz. She is... I am Queen Liz. What are you talking about? Not, not British Queen Liz. I am the Queen. Anyway, thanks for listening to another episode of the Are You Ready to Ramble podcast. That's like the third time I said it. This time for real. Um, bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>